Greetings, friends and fellow passionate high achievers. It is 1.23 p.m. and I am here in my Uberu studio. Today, what I would like to bring you is a recording from a speech I gave this morning in Toastmasters. This is an introduction to a signature keynote presentation that I am working on developing to be able to do at events and conferences. Uh, It's about life integration. So you'll notice that the audio is a little bit different. I was up in my apartment in the loft, which does not have the same sound quality of the the nicely dampered uh, sound that I get in my car. Uh, so excuse excuse any audio uh, ugliness. Um, and if you have any feedback, I would love to hear it. I'm continuing to refine this uh, story and introduction, uh, and it's also going to have another 30 to 50 minutes on the other side of it talking about some specific tools and ideas that you can use to practically bring a stronger sense of integration into your life. Uh, And this is off of, this came out of doing table topics questions in a Toastmasters meeting about the topic of integration. Uh, That's probably two or three weeks podcasts ago. um, There's an episode on integration where I talk about the questions that really kind of sparked and inspired me to make this a core element of what I'd like to offer as a keynote presenter, because it really is core to how I've constructed my life. Uh, So uh, that's going to be coming up next. Enjoy. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing, keep being you. If you solve all your problems to the benefit of others, nothing will be denied you in this lifetime. My biggest problem has always been me. I don't remember a whole lot about growing up, except all of the times that I messed up, made a fool of myself, or let somebody down. Has your memory ever betrayed you like that? A day can be going wonderfully, and then you do one embarrassing thing, and that's it. The day is ruined. All you can think about is that one moment. I've heard it's an evolutionary thing. We don't want to get booted from the tribe, and our brains react and attend to positive and negative stimuli differently. If you miss noticing a bush or a nice little stream or a shot at a Thor-like mate, it's okay. You'll get another chance. There are plenty of fish in the sea. But if you miss the saber-toothed tiger lurking in the bushes, you're done. No more chances. Our brains are highly tuned to negative stimuli for survival reasons. But we aren't in the bushes anymore, Toto. I don't need my first real memory to be a vivid recollection of being a shy, embarrassed three-year-old dressed like an elephant in a room full of staring adults waiting for me to dance in the preschool circus. I also don't need to be hiding under my bedsheets alone in my room at 20 years old 
shamed again and again and again by the relentless memory of this one time I got yelled at at day camp when I was eight. And it wasn't even my fault. Okay, so we were in swim lessons, right? Practicing the backstroke. Most of us were sitting all lined up on the edge of the pool, waiting for our turn, kicking our little feet in the water. And little Johnny, Bobby, Billy, whoever is backstroking towards us. No idea where he is in relationship to the wall. Now, let me ask you, what would your instinctive reaction be when someone is about to bump into you? Impact is imminent. What would you do? You'd move, right? You'd get out of the way. So naturally, I pulled my legs out of the water so that he doesn't run into me. He rams his head into the wall and the counselor yells at me in front of everyone. Like, I don't already feel bad that this kid got hurt because of my reactionary choice. Look, I get it. Logically, it would have hurt him less if he had bumped into my legs instead of into the cement wall. It, he was fine, by the way. He was not swimming that fast. We were second graders at the local day camp, not future Olympians. I also recognize now as an adult that is often in charge of groups of children that she may have been embarrassed or concerned about a kid getting hurt on her watch. But that incident tortured me for years. The memory would come blasting into my brain as I was trying to get to sleep at night and I would quite literally hide under the covers in embarrassment. It took two decades for that shame to finally burn off. All I wanted was to be liked, to do the right thing, to be seen as a good person by my peers and my teachers. That reactionary mistake meant I had failed publicly. Instead of taking on the opportunity to help someone, I created a situation where they got hurt, I felt like I looked dumb, and I was humiliated in front of everyone getting yelled at for something that didn't even feel fair. If you solve all your problems to the benefit of others, my biggest problem is the voice inside my head. Perfectionism, self-consciousness, lack of confidence, unreachable expectations, worrying intensely about what others are thinking. Maybe you can relate. My battle against the voice in my head is why I ended up becoming a professional martial arts instructor. It's why I aggressively study personal growth and development. It's why I'm an entrepreneur, so I can control and construct the situation to avoid getting yelled at. It's also why I joined Toastmasters. I wanna be stronger than that voice. Who I want to be described as in my obituary is who I strive to be at home, at work, and at play. It has to be fun along the way. It has to be true and fascinating and inspiring. It has to feel integrated, where each piece of my day and each hat that I wear speaks to who I am and who I want to become. 
Do I alter my presentation based on where I am and who I'm talking to? Of course, I'm not gonna teach a five-year-old the same way I teach an adult. I'm not going to use the same language if I stub my toe at work than if I stub my toe at home. Integration doesn't mean one singular rigid way of acting. It's a clear vision of your true north, your integrity, your core principles. Before you can have a truly integrated life, you have to figure out what those principles are, who you are. Oh, and spoiler alert, who you are is a learning, growing, evolving, imperfect human being. Integration is not about having answers. It's about asking better questions. What becomes possible when you solve all your problems to the benefit of others? What would a fully integrated life look like for you?